Hi, everyone. Welcome to this podcast from Cambridge Health Tech Institute for the Leaders in Biobanking Congress and the Cancer Diagnosis at the Crossroads Precision Medicine Driving Change event, which both run September 15th through the 17th in Seattle, Washington. I'm Ann Wynn, Associate Conference Producer. Joining us today is one of our plenary keynote speakers, Dr. James M. Olson, attending physician at Seattle Children's Hospital, full member at the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center, professor of pediatric hematology oncology, and adjunct professor of pathology at the University of Washington School of Medicine and founder of Presage Biosciences and Blaze Bioscience, the tumor paint company. Jim, thanks so much for your time. My pleasure. Can you share a bit about your scorpium venom-derived molecular imaging agent tumor paint, why that key ingredient, how you found it, and the agent's potential applications for cancer treatment? Sure. Uh, We did this project in response to a particular patient who uh, had a long brain cancer surgery and found that there's still cancer left behind. And we wanted to create a molecule that would make cancer light up so that surgeons could see it while they're operating. It turns out that there was a group in Alabama studying a scorpion toxin and trying to understand how it kept ions, kind of salt molecules, from going in and out of cells. And they happened to be studying this in brain tumor cells. And I realized that the target that it was binding to in the brain tumor cells was not present in normal brain. And so I thought it would be interesting to attach a molecular flashlight, a little fluorescent molecule, to a single molecule from the scorpion peptide that would deliver light to the cancer cells. And so we did the ultimate experiment. We actually grew a human brain tumor on the back of a mouse and injected a combination of this little molecule called chlorotoxin, which comes from the scorpion toxin, into the mouse's blood vessel. It went through the body, found the cancer cells, and made them start glowing. An hour later, the cancer was glowing brilliantly, and the rest of the mouse was not glowing. So we were on the right track. And what can you tell us about your work on optide therapeutics? Well, two years ago, we transferred the technology for tumor paint out of the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Center into Blaze Biosciences. And at that point, I had an opportunity to rebuild the lab based on a decade of experience working with these small knotted peptides that plants or animals make as drugs. And from there, we realized that many of the drugs that are made by plants or animals just to survive through the daily basis in the world could be used as blueprints or scaffolds for human drugs. At the time I was working on tumor paint, we could make about 12 drug candidates a year. And my team has now identified 206,000 of these drugs in nature. And we've learned how to make 10,000 variations of these in a matter of two to three weeks. We're using this platform to create new candidate drugs, not only for cancer, but for neurologic diseases and rare diseases. Finally, how did you come to focus on pediatric brain tumors, and what breakthroughs have you had in your drug research and development work, including your work with PDX or avatar models that you'll be sharing during your keynote presentation on September 15th? Sure. So the reason I focus on pediatric brain tumors is because at Seattle Children's Hospital, I care for kids with brain tumors, and seeing them each week in clinic and having so many of them die from their brain cancer, there couldn't possibly be a bigger motivation to try to change the world through the research that's done in my laboratory. The breakthroughs that we've made include identifying that a drug that was previously approved by the FDA for acne appears to have a huge impact on medulloblastoma, a type of pediatric brain cancer. We learned that in the laboratory, Accutane was as effective as the strongest chemotherapy agent we had, and when we combined the two, it was six times stronger than either agent alone. So I'm now running a clinical trial in 250 sites around the world that will see whether the addition of Accutane to traditional chemotherapy will improve the survival of these children. We talked about tumor paint. That was something that was considered as a breakthrough by many groups. And the PDX tumor models, PDX stands for patient-derived xenografts. What that means is that whenever a a patient goes through surgery at Seattle Children's Hospital for a brain tumor, 
part of their brain tumors rushed over to my lab at the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Center, and there we implant it into mice that have been genetically engineered so that they don't reject the human tumor, and they actually grow an avatar copy of that patient's brain tumor. We then can passage that brain tumor from one mouse to other mice, so we can actually do small clinical trials in mice that help inform us which drugs to take forward into clinical trials for children with brain cancer. Jim, thank you again for sharing some of your experiences and insights. We're really excited to be able to hear more from you in a couple of months. That was James Olson of Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center, University of Washington, Presage Biosciences, and Blaze Bioscience. He'll be a plenary keynote speaker at the Leaders in Biobanking Congress and Cancer Diagnosis at the Crossroads Precision Medicine Driving Change event, which both take place September 15th through the 17th in Seattle. If you'd like to hear him in person, go to www.healthtech.com biobanking or www.healthtech.com precision hyphen medicine hyphen cancer for registration information and enter the key code podcast. I'm Ann Wynn. Thank you for listening.